schedule may I help you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm currently scheduled to get a uh, a sex reassignment surgery, a sex change operation. I was wondering how big do my breasts have to be to work in your establishment? Oh, bitch! <laughs> Damn it! Okay, we got one more. <laughs> the Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> she didn't like that question at all. Bitch. What kind of customer service is that? I could be a hot bitch after I get my titties in. She has no idea. Be the biggest fucking owner there. Damn, yeah. These around. <laughs> Thank you for calling Spearmint Rhino. This is Sandra. How can I help you? Yes, ma'am. I am looking for employment, and I am uh, currently uh, scheduled to get sex reassignment surgery. I was wondering how big do my breasts have to be to work in your establishment? They could be pretty much any size. Really? I mean, but uh, be honest with me, ma'am. I, I should go bigger, right? Um, You know, it's entirely up to you. I mean, different okay, people does my, like uh, my different things. Okay, does my have to be completely removed? I would assume so. Okay, but uh, is it, you like fully nude? No, no, just top. Okay, so the doctor I go to really doesn't have to be that good. I'm just sorry, like, we said that. I the doctor I go to to uh, have my penis removed. He doesn't have to be like a great doctor. He just has to be like passable. That's on you, sweetie. Okay, well, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking C cup, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not in the business. Uh, what would you suggest? I would suggest whatever makes you happy. Uh, what would make me happy is getting mad dollar bills uh, at your establishment. Now you know what kind of cuppage I'm going to have to go with. Again, it's it's whatever makes you happy. You obviously can't sell yourself if you're not happy with what you look at. Right. I'm thinking D cup. Hmm? Whatever floats your boat. I'm thinking, and they have like a like a catalog at the office of like different nipples. I'm thinking like 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 the big pepperoni nipples. You think guys like that? They just might. You never know. Will I get like mad dollar bills with big pepperoni nipples? You just might. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I want to thank you for your time, man. Do you really like have nothing better to do? <laughs> oh, believe me. I mean, I appreciate the laugh for this evening, but really? <laughs> what if I have hair on my breast? I currently have a lot of hair on my breast. What if I still have the hair? I, I guess I wouldn't be getting like uh, money for that, would I? Probably not, unless there's guys who like the hairy ones. But then again, you never know, you know. Right. Have you ever had anyone come in there to like, you know, they the said, uh, can, they, can you point me in the direction of the stripper with uh, the hairy boobs? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, you're too funny. Well, thank you, ma'am. Uh, I appreciate uh, you taking the time. This is a very, very important career decision to me, and uh, you've been a lot of help. Okay, whatever I can do to help. Thank you very much, ma'am. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that chick was awesome. She was a good sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at some point, I'm going to uh, go back and cut out all these prank calls and have them like, you know, so we can play them anytime we want. And that will be awesome. <laughs> I never – I always wanted – to call that chick back to see this has been almost 15 years now that those calls are made and i don't think that you know she probably still doesn't work there i don't have any idea how you get a hold of her 
She was a good support. God, that was so long ago. I'm so old. Welcome, everyone. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 7, Verse 4. We are live on Facebook, Twitch, and on X, formerly known as Twitter. Big night tonight. We have Forrest Mommy here coming up about 10 minutes for an interview. For those of you new to my show, well, get ready to hate it. No, I was kidding. Keep it up in mind, motherfuckers. If you want to find me on social media, it's all down there. Sternjesus.net for the website. You want to email the show, sternjesus420 at gmail.com. You want to join our group of hardcore fans on Facebook. Search Disciples of Stoner Jesus. A few things to get to before we talk with Forrest Mommy. And talk, about her with, talk with her about a lot of stuff. But a couple things I have to tell you. Besides, you know, pimping all the, uh, what seems to be really too many scrolling social media networks. Most of them I don't even get on anymore. But, you know, it looks cool. Really look, makes me look like I'm doing shit. Look, he's on, he's on Twitter and Twitch and, and TikTok and YouTube and Minds and Rumble and all that stuff. Yeah, man, I'm everywhere. I got all that shit. Go follow me on all that shit. I keep up with all of it. Me and my team of interns and whatnot. First of all, the first thing you need to know is that the Standard Jesus Television Network, it's on, bitch. That's right. I said, bitch. I'm talking to you specifically, bitch. <laughs> it's on. Check the pin post on my ex, again, formerly known as Twitter, Ask Stoner Jesus 420. There's three channels. That's right. I said three channels. Channel one, all Stoner Jesus show episodes all the time, streaming continuously. Just me, me, this face with different hats, these the same uh, background a lot of the time, the headphones, the, the mic, all that stuff, all the stuff you've come to know and love about the show. <laughs> my hats and the mic, right? Right? So that's channel one, all Stoner Jesus show episodes. Channel two, is all of my favorite clips and interviews. I'm adding to these channels all the time when I have time. Episodes, clips, interviews. I have just doing the show for a long time. I have a ton of stuff. Just a ton of stuff that I can bring you content-wise. Reuse it, really. It's stuff I've already done. I don't have to do anything. Just put it on a network and show it to you. I've already done the work. I'll just reuse it. Channel 3 is SJ and Friends. Implying that I do indeed have friends, at least two, that I do shows with. The early episodes of the Hide and Hemp show I do with Beach from uh, Hemptations in the Cincinnati area, those are up there. Also, I, the first 10 episodes maybe, I don't know. First 10 or 15, I think 15 episodes also of The Smokeout with myself and Shelly Martinez, which brings me to the second thing I need to tell you people, and that's to join The Smokeout right there. Because that graphic conveniently comes up when I hit it. ShellySJSmokeout.com is myself and Shelly Martinez. She's a former wrestler. She's a model, content creator, all that great shit. And it's a cool show because you can be part of the show with us. You subscribe on the Patreon, which you can find linked at ShellySJSmokeout.com. Subscribe to the Patreon. I will send you a link to the StreamYard on the days we do the show. You can be on the show with us, smoke with us, participate in whatever we're doing. If we're playing a game or watching something or whatever, whatever's going on, you can participate, ask questions. You can just be in the private chat if you want to. You can be on audio if you want to. You can be on video with your cool, you know, contraption you're smoking mad weed out of. Whatever it is, it's just five bucks a month on the Patreon. You find the link for that at ShellySJSmokeout.com. Also there, the links to our X and Instagram accounts so you can follow us. Also links to my website and Shelly's website in case you need to know more about either one of us. And links to all of the free podcast platforms every episode of the show 
is a free audio podcast on every podcast platform except for Apple because they're bitches. He sent they keep telling me they're sending me a code for me to, to uh, put it on Apple, and I, I still haven't got the code. It's been months. I'm still waiting. There's no code. I take it to mean they don't like me. They've thrown my show off about three or four times. I'm up right now, I don't believe. That's fine now. Because people know how to use Spotify and iHeartRadio and Podchaser or Podcatcher. Uh, Podbean, of course. That's a real thing. And various other ones. Just go go, go to the link. ShellySJSmokeout.com. I don't know what else to tell you. You'll see every episode on video if you subscribe. Us in all our glory. You'll see this face again. Maybe in a different hat. I don't know. Shelly is more attractive than me, I will admit. But still, I think I hold my own. You know, I've aged gracefully. <laughs> As you can tell, when I play old clips like four or five years ago, all of this is brown. All of it's brown. I used to think, well, I have gray hair. I have heavy gray hair. You know, I have really bad gray hair. It's all my life. No, just the last few years. This is gray hair. This is life. <laughs> In any case, stonerjesus.net for all things on the show. Past podcasts. Although I think I'm behind on loading podcasts now that I think of it. That's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> see, how, see how amped up I am about that? Do people listen to podcasts anymore? Most of my views and stuff come from the video. And I don't, I've never gotten that. I don't see what the point is. I, I'm looking at myself and it's fine, but I don't get it. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you're all looking at for real. In any case, uh, we do want, I do want to squeeze in another older clip for people who uh, may have not have found the show before or seen the show before. If I remember how to work SoundCloud, holy crap. Anyway, uh, I look for. I have so many, just dozens upon dozens, scores upon scores, if you will, of clips from the show in the past, and I can't find a single Thanksgiving-related one, which blows my mind. I don't think I was looking well enough. Maybe I'm too high. I don't know. But I just can't find a Thanksgiving-related clip, which seems utterly fucking impossible to me of all the years we've been doing this show. So I had to rely on a Christmas clip. Yeah, that's right. A Christmas clip. You're saying, hey, Stan Jesus, too early for that shit. Hey, I'm with you. I don't know what to do. The best I could do after that was something about New Year's. <laughs> like 12. I like 12 New Year's bits, but nothing for Thanksgiving. I know we've done Thanksgiving lists with food and, and I don't know. I just can't find it I, I, for whatever reason. You know, sue me. So anyway, here's a St. Peter voicemail from I don't know when. As the show historian, I should know these things, and yet I don't. It's the St. Peter voicemail, his list of good Christmas deeds. So this will be something positive, I hope. Because I really don't remember what it is. From St. Peter, to help you be positive with Christmas deeds, and then I will smoke some weed, and we'll bring Forrest Mommy on, and we'll talk to her about all kinds of shit. <laughs> Stoner Jesus are live, chapter 7, verse 4. Live dick nuggets, go repost it and, and you know... Put it on your TikToks or whatnot. We'll be back. Hey, hey Jesus. Hey, Jesus, it's me, Peter. I know uh, Christmas is coming up, and like I'm like on like the straight and narrow now or whatever. I feel like calling, like, you know, like we used to do those lists. You know, those lists we used to do on the show, like lists of stuff, like traditions and stuff. You remember that, Jesus? Anyway, um, I'm calling in with a list you can use on the show. It's a list of good deeds, good deeds you can do for Christmas. 
Uh, Jesus, you can stand and do a few of these. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, here's my list of good deeds for uh, Christmas. Uh, you could read to uh, blind veterans, like like veterans of like wars and whatnot, like read to them because they're blind and they obviously can't read Jesus. And maybe they don't know, they don't know like Braille or whatever. So like you need somebody to read to them. So you could do that. Uh, uh, you could raise money for sick children. You know, it doesn't really matter like for what, like what the ailment is. You can just like, like as long as they're sick, you know, you're reading, you're, you're raising money for them because they're sick and they need, you know, sick kids need money for like tests and blood transfusions and whatnot. So that's the something you can do. Uh, Jesus, I hope you're writing this down. Oh, you could, like I said, my last, uh, my last voicemail, you could work in a soup kitchen and, uh, not do it as a prank. Just do it to, like, you know, feed homeless people soup. It's one thing you do for Christmas. Jesus, it's like cold out there. Feed, feed homeless, cold people hot soup. It's a good deed. You can do it for Christmas. Jesus. I hope you're paying attention, Jesus. Oh, you could collect, uh, Christmas presents for, like, poor kids. And then, like, for Christmas, you give them to the poor kids. And then the poor kids, they have presents for Christmas that they otherwise might not have had. So you're helping poor kids have a great Christmas. Jesus, doesn't that sound great for Christmas? Jesus, what a good, good deed. That would be Jesus. Uh, or you could wash oil off of ducks. You have your, like, oil spill or whatever, and, like, all the ducks got oil on them. Well, you could wash the oil off of the ducks. It'd be awesome that they wouldn't have oil on them anymore, and they'd be, like, happy about that. Uh, you could also uh, revive baby seals. You know, like re- like baby, the cute little baby seals, you could revive them. Bring them back to life, Jesus. That's just a list. Like I doubt you probably could do more, but it's a good start of good stuff you can do for Christmas, you uh, you people out there, and you especially Jesus, because you're, man, you're, you're really a problem. You're really a you're degenerate. What? Piece of garbage. So you need this more than anybody. Good deeds for Christmas. Jesus. You know, notwithstanding the uh, the ending there with the inexplicable shots taken at me, uh, I was being completely sarcastic when I first started this because I didn't remember what that voicemail was about. I, I when I said it was going to be like a positive thing, it actually was. St. Peter's going through a weird weird phases and his uh, very positive, uplifting, hopeful phase. Was probably the weirdest, if we're being honest. By the way, I've completely forgotten. Even though the website is literally under my name, much love to you. They sponsor the Standard Jesus Television Network. They love this awesome publicity they're getting <laughs> for me. Only 15 minutes in the fucking show without even mentioning who they are. Mushrooms. A lot of people are into them. They're having health benefits. All that stuff. If you know them, you love them. All that good crap. You want to grow your own. You know, people are weird. You don't trust, you know, some, you know, weird person you don't know on Craigslist. Is there where people get mushrooms? I don't know. <laughs> Not the magic mushrooms, but just mushrooms. There's 10 different strains. Strains, much love to you. They go into all the uh, the background and the, about the benefits and all of that stuff. Grow your own home kits. Go get it. Much love to you, right? Hold on. I, I've been doing this for so many years. I still don't get it. Right here. Now, all that's out of the way. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of Forest Mommy fans watching this right now going, God, dude, just shut the fuck up and get to it. 
you're right. Now the time has come. On the video chat or whatever you want to call it, we have Forest Mommy. Bring her up now. Forest Mommy, how are things going tonight? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. You sound good? good. Absolutely. Good. Uh, thanks thank for taking for the time to come me. on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into anything else, I do want to mention, I'm sure your your timeline on X has been flooded like mine, with uh, the news of the presidential election in Argentina. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that? Uh, my whole thing and what I've just uh, appreciated about him is just his messaging, basically, just getting the like actual government, like all you know, talking about all the getting rid of all the departments and stuff like that, all the bureaucracy. So I appreciate the messaging. There's already people, you know, downplaying it and whatever, which is fine. And no one can ever be a hero, but I'm glad about the messaging and I'll accept that. And I hope like I ran for a race recently and I was giving out radical messaging and it felt good. So <laughs> I hope more people do it. But, it, but if, if anything will change who knows, with him, I don't know. Yeah, true. Uh, before we get to your political career and stuff like that, I do want to ask, Force Mommy's kind of become, I don't use the word, I don't throw the word legendary around very often, but as the legendary person you become, at least on X, as far as I know, because I follow, we follow a lot of the same people, obviously. Um, where did the uh, uh, the Force Mommy moniker uh, originate? Um, so I, it's kind of hard to like nail it down exactly, but um, I when I first started Twitter, I'd kind of, had a couple different names. One of them was authoritarian Karen because <laughs> during all the COVID stuff. But I think the forest thing stuck. I from a forest. I have my family has multiple forested properties. I grew up taking care of the forest. So that's where the forest thing came in. The mommy thing, I don't I don't initially think it was a whole like sexual thing <laughs> necessarily, but like it was just like a mother to the world, you know, like the blessed mother energy to the world, mother nature. So I don't know. I think that's kind of where it's landed and how it's been. And then it, yeah. And then it just stuck. So just gone with it. Yeah. Things tend to take a life on the, of their own on uh, the internet. That's for sure. Um, you mentioned your city council race. Uh, obviously for people who know, or maybe don't know, you were not successful in that, but going back to the beginning, what, why did you get into it in the first place? Why would you, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, subject yourself to the political uh, realm in that way. I know I even had neighbors who aren't political and they're like, why are you doing this to yourself? Um, so I've kind of just <laughs> had gotten more. I don't I'll let me start this out by saying I tech, I don't believe in party politics. I don't think it'll ever work. I don't think we'll ever fix ourselves, but I'm going to try. I have the energy to try. So um, after the COVID stuff was going and I was you know, spouting off online a lot. I just said, okay, I need to at least get a little involved just to see what more is going on. So I got involved with like the Libertarian Party out here in Colorado and other groups. And I, I built my own communities as well that were kind of liberty-minded people. And I just, I don't know, our whole, like, I'm in the Mises Caucus and our whole thing is that our last chance is local. Like our last chance, if we are going to at least try to, you know, pull the reins a little bit, it'll be local. And so... Uh, another guy was running in a different district that is libertarian. He ended up dro dropping out before the race or before the vote, but he was running and I was like, oh, I should check and see if my district's up. And it was up. No one had filed yet. Um, it's, 
I could have won with like 6,400 votes probably ish. So I was like, that's what the last guy had won with. It's different numbers this time, but I was like, okay, maybe I could do it. Maybe like, I have no excuse not to, despite the name Forest Mommy, I'm not a real mommy. So I have a ton of time on my hand. I don't have to like work all the time. So, and I've always volunteered. So this is just kind of like the next, all right, I'll volunteer here and try this. And uh, I wasn't planning on running like a huge campaign. I kind of just wanted to get on the ballot and go through the process and see what it's like. But then I don't, uh, the day after I filed my affidavit in March, one of the local news guys who hates me on Twitter, he like, posted my address and was trying to tell people not to vote for me. And he just did this whole stupid thing, but it helped blow up my campaign. So then I was like, all right, I have to do, I have to do a real campaign. So, um, yeah, I guess why I just had to put money where my mouth is and try it. Didn't have an excuse not to, I guess we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, if you had to do it over again, would you? No, I, I keep saying I don't want to. So <laughs> other people are like, but you have to now. And I'm like, I'll help. I, now that I know and been through it and like, I, and I want us to like actually make, to try and get more local races won and figure out better ways to do it where we can. If it's not totally all in the bag, who knows? It was a big upset in my town. Everybody we wanted to win didn't. So now it's all a bunch of progressive bureaucrats who are on the city council and the mayor, but whatever. So no, I won't do it again. I want to help others. So uh, politically, where do you think all this ends? Do we go the way of Argentina? Do, is there any hope of something like an amicable uh, national divorce? Where where do you think things go politically in the U.S. in the next, you know, five, ten years and beyond? I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I would love to see a divorce, national divorce, but I don't think that's going to happen. And definitely not like peacefully. Um. I don't know. I think they're just going to keep for the next at least 10 years. I think they're going to keep shock and awe, keep us just at a certain level, but where they're keep being more like more socialist policies, everything's coming like more and more trying to do the 15 city, 15 minute city things. There's a lady who was running for at large who brought that up at one of our events. She's like, I want to make our bad to have 15 minute cities. And I was like, wait, what? Like I, I, I couldn't respond to her in this, that thing, but I was like, Holy cow, like, I don't, like, maybe she doesn't realize what she just said. Maybe she does. I don't know. So it's kind of the World Economic Forum stuff, all the globalists. I think they would, not to sound like Alex Jones, but I think they will implement more of these things. And then it, it'll just be eventually they can come in and take total control. And I don't, I don't know if that's going to be a mass kill off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really want to think about that, but who knows? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a. As I've talked about many times on the show before, I've become really disillusioned with the political process and where it's going and, you know, quote unquote, fixing the system because, you know, the system works exactly the way it's supposed to for the people who built it and run it and benefit from it. It works just fine. And for us, you know, the rest of us get screwed, but that's the way it's going to be. So I'm, you know, very, like I said, disillusioned is just the best word when it comes to politics. I just, I can't. I see it on TV or it comes across my feed or whatever. I'm just like, okay, that's, that's great. <clears throat> and again, like what happened in Argentina tonight, that's great too. And, you know, getting more people to that side of things, maybe having someone like Ron Paul was for me and many other people uh, back in the day, getting that message out there. But in the end, I don't know. I just can't see it being enough to get through what they've built. I mean, it's just, it's so huge and all encompassing. And I, you know, not to be Debbie Downer, but, 
That's where I am. With it, <laughs> no, I, believe you. I believe you. I just get it. I mean, I'm the same. And the they're screwing us down at a special session right now, too, at our state capitol. But I like going and bugging them and showing up and looking them in their eyes and like being there. So I, I guess that's how I just get a kick out of it, like to use that system for my own entertainment, because they're all they're all slime. They're all unimpressive people. They're not hot at all. Like they're just not cool people. And I love just going down there and make not making a mockery of it, but like kind of <laughs> no way. So being, being appropriate, being serious, but being like, you guys are clowns. You guys are clowns. Absolutely. So uh, obviously uh, I have a lot of, um, I talk about cannabis a lot, as you can see, I'm not very subtle about it. Um, what is your relationship, if any, with uh, cannabis? <laughs> um, so I grew up in Colorado. I feel like everybody who grows up in Colorado, even before legalization, we all kind of tried it. But I actually, I grew up with very strict parents. And I was like, I always wanted to try pot. I wasn't around. I grew up in the boonies. And then so I, was, I moved out young, basically, so I could smoke pot and have sex without, like, them killing me literally so <laughs> like moved out the first time i ever got high was probably about 19 and it was the most amazing well actually no the first time i remember it, like i was fighting it so i wasn't having fun like where you fight the you have to like let yourself go right and now and then and then a couple times after and i've been a pot i've been a regular pothead since i was 19 and i'm 39 now and i've enjoyed all the like spoils of the i mean the legalization is nice other than they get our tax money but um yeah, I mean, we have everything out here. It's been, it's like, my, it's Willy Wonka. you like, it's Willy Wonka. I have everything. So, no, I've always, I remember pot, like, the first couple of times I was able to really experience it. You know, now I'm so saturated. It's kind of hard to get really high anymore. But back then, you know, and I remember it helped. Um, my family, they're, it was a good family. Like, they're good, you know, casual Christian upbringing. But uh, self self-introspection wasn't ever something my parents taught or that I like it wasn't innate necessarily and I remember those first couple of times being like oh my gosh why did I say that why did I do that what you know and started kind of thinking things and being able to work through my behaviors and just it just helped me be kind of a better person all around I you know not to sound like that's a cope or anything but I really do feel like it makes you kind of and a lot of people don't self like they don't self-respect reflect ever so it was a good thing that kind of kind of bumped me into that realm of like, you know, I got to constantly be thinking about these and making sure you're, you know, being good. And so that's my relationship. I, I, I'll never, I, I can't, I always say like, I want to sober out completely sometimes. I'm like, but I can't, I can never, it's like call it California sober. I could definitely do that, but. Hey, supposedly Snoop Dogg's not smoking anymore, so you never know. I mean, I don't know how much to believe about that, but well, he said he's not smoking anymore. Does that mean he's not going to be right. taking edibles? Because <laughs> I'm like, I could get it. Maybe his throat's messed up, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, as you get older, I mean, you know, I can envision myself someday being like, you know, I just can't. I enjoy smoking. I enjoy the whole, the whole thing. The, the, the I would call it the ritual or whatever. You know, breaking up the weed and then smoking it and all that stuff. Plus all the medical benefits. Uh, I get from it. I, you know, I've said before on the show, I, uh, I have trouble digesting food basically. And without cannabis, I probably wouldn't be able to, uh, so for a long period of time, that would be pretty detrimental to, you know, my life in general. So, um, I'm very thankful for it that I've been, it's been with me for 25 years and, uh, obviously I've made, you know, some kind of living with it as well. So that's a bonus, uh, of course, um, as far as like ingestion, do you have like a favorite method? Uh, I see you hitting the uh, the vape pen there. Do you have you know 
edibles, anything like that you prefer? Well, my favorite is just a good old fashioned joint, really. That's my favorite. Like, but I, I, I don't smoke in the house with anything, any flour, anything. So joint, but yeah, I love edibles. They even have like pills you can take and everything. I've had pop, but um, what I have on hand usually is I'll usually have like a little pipe, a couple joints, or well, a couple joints, and then this because I can smoke this one inside. So it gets the most use. Absolutely. <laughs> if you if um. I ask you about the highest you've ever been. Uh, does a specific instance or event come to mind? Yeah, it's a really so. It was my ex boyfriend, probably within the first, I don't know, five, ten times we, we'd smoked before. We both had moved out young. He was living in this like really old farmhouse in Littleton, Colorado. And for some reason, his friends had TP'd the inside of his house. <laughs> so they like, they're just. It was just like, a, and they did such a good job of it. And like, there was a ceiling fan and they had like made a, t like a cave out of the ceiling fan basically. And I just remember like, we were so, I was just like, oh my God, it was just so fun. And I love, like, I can always remember that. Uh, um, do you have any favorite strains, any like go-to strains or is you just a type of person that likes to try a bunch of different things? I'll try a bunch of different things. There's, I remember there was one strain the place I go to like a couple years ago. I act like I could tell it was something different. It was called Tangerine Haze, and they but they don't grow it there. They haven't sold it anymore. But I try all the like other hazes and stuff. But I remember that one specifically feeling different. Whereas like I just smoke so much pot that it's like I just it's all kind of the same and blends in together for the most part, you know. But. <laughs> and that even the like um, indica yeah. and like sativa i'm like i don't it doesn't doesn't really make a difference because i know some people feel more yeah. like in their head and they don't like it and the just on the body and i'm like I i'll take whatever i can get feels great either way so yeah absolutely I, I really know you know what i'm smoking or what you know if it's the strain what if it's indica whatever i don't you know i live in a black market area so that stuff doesn't um we don't have that that luxury, at least not yet. But uh, I live across the river from Ohio, so you know, very soon. Oh, it is legalized. So, uh, yeah. So it took a while, but you know, we're here wherever here is. Uh, as you mentioned, you live in Colorado. Uh, what are your thoughts on legalization overall? It's been over a decade now. Um, what are your impressions of uh, of how things went? Um, I overall the. The way it became more of a market, obviously not a totally free market, but the way it became a market and, and that I enjoy, I enjoy how it's everywhere and I'm not having to wait for a phone call. This way that youngins these days do not know, like waiting for a call, having to meet people at sketchy places. So I'm like, you you youngins, I have no idea. But um, so I like that aspect of it. I like that it made a whole market, you know, it's kind of saturated now, but before there was consulting and all these different products. Um, I hate that the government's involved, um, especially Colorado, because they basically lied or mess, misled people with the, and people just wanted to make it legal so bad. I don't, I think they could have probably had anything on there that would have voted through, <laughs> but they uh, lied about where all the money was going to go and the way it would, if it sat places for certain minutes, you know, they said it's just for the schools. Well, it was very specifically just for like certain kinds of infrastructure repairs on schools and like it was only 20 percent of that and then 80 percent is just sitting in a general fund and you know they're always crying poor mouth but there's all this money so i don't like that it harmed the, the black market we could you know in my mind the black market is the true market because it's the free market in the market where 
in is actually the black market. But um, so overall, I mean, overall good. But it's been interesting, too, because running for city council. So my county is legal. I go I can go right down the street out of this city and there's one right there. But my actual town of Arvada, they haven't allowed legal rec. Uh, recreational stores in the town yet so um, I, that would have been interesting to go through that on the council because it would come up uh, but I was learning so I was looking through things and learning and you know I was looking at the town next door and fiscally it's like they're screwed fiscally the state gets so much of the money but this each city or what it has to run like a bureaucracy basically to you know, make it's just it's just government I just wish government could get out of it and uh, completely and no ta not tax it but yeah, absolutely. I, and you mentioned before about how hard it used to be. I remember going from place to place, pretty much taking all day, just trying to find someone who would sell you a joint for like three dollars. <laughs> and then that was like that was the greatest thing in the world. Like we have this joint now, we're gonna go somewhere and smoke it, and the day's over, and that's what we did. And it's even you know in in an area like I'm in, where there's nothing really legal, it's it's much easier. You know, everything is just much easier. You know, like you said, there's these kids these days, they have no idea. They're they're these spoiled. Well, as hard as like going to school uphill, you know, two ways in the snow, but it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh Forest Mommy, I want to thank you for uh for taking the time to be on the show. Uh tell people where they can find you online, what kind of uh, shows you have, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I do most of my online work on Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter and it's at Forest Mommy. Um, and the, like two and a half years ago during COVID and all that, I decided to start a live, it's a live stream. And um, I have I have two regular shows where what my one is called Golden Shower Sunday Stream. And <laughs> that's what the name is. I'm trying to reclaim that phrase so that people won't think of P, they'll think of my podcast. So that's Golden Shower Sunday Stream with my, I have a co-host on there and we usually just have different people on interview them. Um, so I have a producer for that show. It's like a little more professional. And then um, I have an all girls show called Scissor Me Timbers. And that one's just a handful of different kind of women come on. We talk. It's usually more liberty minded people. And we just shoot the shit and talk about stuff. Um, but Rumble, YouTube for that is all I got it on. And yeah, I mean, that's basically where I'm at. <laughs> awesome. So everybody go check that out. Uh, Force Mommy, again, thank you for taking the time to be on the show. If you ever want to come back on, you have something to talk about, you know, just want to, you know, for any reason whatsoever, just let us know. We'll be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you. Have a good night. Thanks. Force Mommy, again, during the interview, the pertinent information scrolling along the bottom. Uh, for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, Force Mommy on Twitter slash X. Whatever it is you do call it. I, I I like to say, you know, X formerly known as Twitter. I don't know if that sounds more professional. Probably not. <laughs> In any case, thanks everyone for checking out the show. We do it most Sunday nights on Facebook, Twitch, and on Twitter, slash X. And again, there's my stuff down there, sternjesus.net. Go check it out. It's awesome. Much love. To you, M U S H L U V, the number two, the letter U dot com. Again, for those of you listening on podcast at a later date, go check them out. They're awesome. Grow your own mushrooms. You know you want to. Always wanted to. Now's your chance. Thanks, everybody, 
for watching and listening. And as always, peace, bitches.